Welcome to the Feelings Fitness Podcast. Hi, it's me, Suzanne. I'm so ready to road trip through 2023 with you. 52 weeks of home, health, and happiness await us. We will leave 2022 in the rearview mirror and keep our eyes on the road ahead of us. Our inner mentor will be our guide and we will be working on strategies to ignore the inner critic. You are the guide. You have the answers within. All you need is the space to quiet the mind, trust yourself, and receive a little encouragement along the way. Hop into the driver's seat. Let's do this. Welcome to week 20 of our road trip through 2023 together. This is Q2 with a focus on health, more specifically the body. Last week we discussed food for fueling the body and this week we'll shift gears and look at food for mood. But first, disclaimer time, be mindful of the fact that this is simply food for thought. This is not medical advice. Please seek additional assistance if you feel it's necessary. Let's get started by laying the foundation. And let's talk about the gut-brain connection. We know, starting with the GI tract, the GI tract is actually very sensitive to emotion. Emotions like anger, sadness, anxiety, and all of these can trigger symptoms in the gut. So if you've ever heard phrases like, go with your gut, or butterflies in your stomach, these are all phrases that really connect the gut with the brain. So Our body is made up of nervous systems, right? And one of the lesser known of the nervous systems is the ENS or the enteric nervous system. And this is known as the second brain. So by definition, the ENS is two thin layers of more than 100 million nerve cells lining your GI tract from esophagus to rectum. Its main role is controlling digestion from swallowing to release of enzymes that break down food to the control of blood flow that helps with nutrient absorption to elimination. So kind of a mouthful, but that's the general breakdown of what this ENS system is, what this second brain system is. So the ENS actually relies on the same types of neurons and neurotransmitters that are also in the central nervous system, the CNS. So the EMS is like the digestive system's nervous system, also nicknamed the second brain. So just kind of to reiterate a little bit in a different way, we've got the gut brain and the big brain. They're connected via a network of nerve pathways and they share the same neurotransmitters to be able to communicate. Interesting fact is that 95% of serotonin or the happy hormone is found in the gut. So so there's this bi-directional communication between the gut and the brain. And any disruptions to the gut microbiome, like perhaps infection or a change in diet, these really can trigger reactions in the body that may affect psychological, behavioral, and or neurological health. Now, there are several studies, lots and lots of studies at this point that really do show that there are various psychiatric and brain disorders that are linked with the gut microbiome. So we really want to focus on this like happy microbiome that is healthy and diverse. So what can we do to help that process? Well, we can focus on what we're eating, which is why we're talking today about food for mood. I have seen many, many lists 
lots of these like good mood foods. And so I chose one that has 14 items on it. Pulled this randomly off of realsimple.com, but I liked the way that they gave the whys behind some of the foods that are on this list. Now there are, this is not an exhaustive list. This is just some that can help you maintain this healthy, happy gut microbiome and aid in a more stabilized mood. All right. So the 14 items are number one, salmon and albacore tuna. These are high in omega-3 fatty acids. Two, dark chocolate because dark chocolate contains potent antioxidants that may improve inflammation. You want to look for like a high percentage, 85% in organic dark chocolate. Number three, fermented foods like sauerkraut, yogurt, kimchi, and the probiotics here may boost serotonin levels. And remember, serotonin is that happy hormone. Number four, Brazil nut, and they have the most potent source of selenium. Number five, kale and spinach because they're high in vitamin B and plays a role in producing brain chemicals that affect mood and other brain functions. Eggs and bananas are also so good on there for high vitamin B as well. Interestingly enough, coffee made the list as number six, and it's because caffeine has been scientifically proven to increase the release of mood-boosting neurotransmitters like dopamine and norepinephrine, but you certainly don't want to go overboard with coffee because some people will certainly get the coffee jitters and then that works against this good mood that we're going after. Number seven, beans and lentils, and that's because these are slowly absorbed by the body and can reduce Juice cravings for less healthy carbs that can often lead to blood sugar hikes. And they also have microbiome enhancing fiber and resistant starch that helps keep blood sugar stable and limits the likelihood of mood swings. They're also a good source of tryptophan, which the body uses to make serotonin. Number eight, interestingly enough too, carbs. Carbs rule when it comes to boosting your mood. Carbs have a powerful effect on serotonin. So I know a lot of diets, it's, you know, trying to avoid the carbs, but in Last week's podcast, I talked about what to eat before, during, and after a yoga class. And it's really like a balance of, you know, always having like a protein and a carb combined at every meal, right? Just keep it in perspective with the carbs, I suppose. Number nine, pumpkin seeds, because they're high in magnesium. And if you're low in magnesium, that can trigger depression. Number 10, green and black These are linked to decreased stress and anxiety and may improve overall mood, high antioxidants. Number 11, berries, another one that are high in antioxidants. Number 12, chia seeds, also high in magnesium. We know, like I just said, low levels of magnesium are linked with depression. Chia seeds also contain omega-3 fatty acids, protein, fiber, and micronutrients. And magnesium is actually also involved in relaying signals between 
the brain and the body. 13, mushrooms. Studies have associated mushroom consumption with lower levels of depression, and mushrooms are one of the few natural food sources of vitamin D. They also contain B vitamins, fiber, antioxidants that help support healthy mood. Finally, number 14, lean meat made the list as well. And again, just kind of within reason, you don't want to do too much, but definitely it's an excellent source of iron and iron is necessary to transport oxygen to the brain and the rest of the body as part of the red blood cells. So low iron intake can easily result in deficiency, which can lead to anemia and it's linked to some depressive symptoms, lack of energy, irritability, and weakness. So there you have it, 14 food items that could potentially help boost your mood or maintain a stable mood and again take that list with a grain of salt because you want to cater it to what works best for you and your dietary needs. So your task for this week is to incorporate at least one, hopefully more of these good mood foods into your diet. Perhaps look back at your food journal from last week and see if any of these items are already in your current diet. Wishing you a week filled with good food and good moods. The assignment for the week has been set. Remember, we are shooting for progress, not perfection. This is simply about taking small, imperfect actions to hopefully arrive at our destination, feeling fit, mind, body, and spirit. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and tell a friend. The bigger the accountability group, the better. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at Feelings Fitness or visit the website for extra links and fun stuff over at www.feelingsfitness.com. And best of all, get on the email list for a little extra motivation and reminders on when each new podcast will be released. Until next time, keep exercising those emotions in an effort to feel fit, mind, body, and spirit.